ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Rumours aside, the biggest confirmed coaching news of the day is that Michael Maguire has been appointed as head coach of the New South Wales State of Origin team. Maguire has coached over 300 games of rugby league, so he knows how to lead a team. But Origin is different. So why Michael Maguire and what will he bring to the Blues? I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily. Michael Maguire has been brought in to bring State of Origin Shield back to New South Wales. Michael Karianis is a rugby league writer with the Daily Telegraph and is also part of the ABC's commentary team. Michael, this feels like a big job for Maguire, but why have New South Wales gone with him to restore pride in the Blues jumper? Uh, Hey, Pop, it is an interesting one. He sort of emerged late in the piece in in recent days, Uh, Michael Maguire. It's... uh, you know, they're on the lookout since Brad Fittler and New South Wales split a couple of weeks ago when, you know, Ricky Stewart was the early front runner, but they were desperate to find someone who'd had experience as a head coach in the NRL. They thought that's what uh, was needed as part of the, the makeup of that New South Wales side. You look at Queensland, Billy Slater's never coached an NRL game, but he's doing a great job. But for whatever reason, that's what the Blues thought they needed. And, and Michael Maguire's got a long history of success, you know, in, in England and in the NRL, obviously coach South Sydney to that title had, or had no success at the West Tigers, but he's not alone there. But um, now he gets an opportunity to, to coach New South Wales for the first time. Yes, a huge day in rugby league. Michael Maguire sacked. Well, it's amazing, it's amazing that it's happened, but it, what's really amazing is it took to, this long for the West Tigers to make their decision. Like this was the talk of the town last year. You touch on his time with the West Tigers, and for those with short memories, that's how they'll remember Michael Maguire. Will this make New South Wales fans sceptical about his appointment? Uh, no, like he, he was at the Tigers for four years or three and a half years and, you know, could just never get him going. And he, he's not alone there. That's been a, a, a more than a decade, almost two decades of, of problems now at, at the West Tigers. Floats the harbour, bridge ball away to Tuilangi, and there is no Tiger within... So I don't think so. I think, you know, people remember him for his, his you know, breakthrough stint with the, the premiership at South Sydney and then, uh, you know, the success that, that he had there over multiple years, eventually winning that grand final in 2014. But he's a real hard edge, Michael Maguire, and, you know, I think that it, that will resonate with um, the state of origin arena. So with, I guess, his time at West Tigers in mind, for anyone who is questioning those coaching credentials, he's coached over 300 games of rugby league. He's currently coaching the New Zealand national team. What does this experience tell us about how he'll handle the pressures of origin? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. He'll handle it. He, he He's seen everything throughout his uh, coaching career. You know, he had almost immediate success at, at South Sydney before that. Fell away before that. He, you know, he won a, a title with Wigan in, in, in the Super League and worked under Craig Bellamy at Melbourne. So uh, he, he did a long apprenticeship before having success at, at South Sydney and then um, spent 12 months uh, away from the NRL before uh, coaching the Tigers in, in 2019. And, and what I think what that um, situation will give him is a, a genuine understanding into um, what it's like to go through tough times because there wasn't a lot of good at the West Tigers. They had some glimpses of, of positivity, but, um, you know, he just never could could guide them out of um, the, the bottom of that ladder where they've sat for, for so long now. So uh, I think that experience holds him in good stead. He's, he's seen a lot throughout his NRL career, played rugby league, but obviously never played origin, but, you know, ha, has been in and around that 
international set up with the Kiwis. Ah, look, I'm just really fond of these players of how they've gone about, you know, what they've uh, done to, to build who they are. Uh, you know, the jersey itself is uh, a very special jersey and uh, everyone back home in uh, New Zealand is obviously, uh, you know, right behind the players. So that means a hell of a lot to uh, our players and our families. And camp life is, is different. When you've got a short campaign, it's very much different to you know, the season in the NRL, which starts in November and ends hopefully in that long weekend in October. So it's a long, long process when you're in charge of an NRL side. But Origin, it's a sprint. Game, set, bingo! Queensland has done it again. They've beaten the Blues 32 to 6. So after the last two Origin series losses for New South Wales, fans are wondering how maybe he will bring success back to the Blues. How will his leadership style and coaching differ to that of outgoing Blues coach Brad Fittler? Oh, they're such different people. They're so, so different. You know, Brad Fittler's got a hard edge, but he's a a, a little bit um, eccentric, I, I, I guess, and, and not traditional <laughs> in, in some of his methods, where, where Michael Maguire's a bit old school, you know, rough and tumble and roll your sleeves up and, you know, real grit and, you know, smash him and, and, and break him during preseason. That's what, you know, he was a notorious hard taskmaster, Michael Maguire, where Brad Filler had the players, you know, you know, don't discount Freddie's hard edge as well, but, you know, he, he was alternative in, in his thinking, you know, players were doing, were doing different stuff. Uh, you know, they were walking with their, their shoes off and all this sort of stuff that was a little bit different to what some of the players had been accustomed to where, where I think Michael will, will scale it back a little bit and really pick players that like to roll their sleeves up and get their hands a little bit dirty. One of the criticisms of Michael Maguire is that he can burn out a player group. Well, that's not going to happen in origin. You can't – you're just not afforded that opportunity to burn players. Well, look, if you're burning players out in three uh, seven-day camps, there's massive problems. So. <laughs> And I know it's ridiculous to be talking about origin selections in October, <laughs> but are we expecting yeah. to see massive sweeping changes across the outfit? Can you see him, you know, coming in and picking favourites? Does he have any favourites across the league? Or do you think he'll look at what's already there and build on those foundations? Well, anyone that's listened to me on um, ABC over the last couple of years knows that I, I don't talk origin until about round 10. So we're <laughs> a lot <laughs> in terms of selections and, and the like. But it's look, it's hard to know. You know, that West Tigers side that he coached, there's not a lot of players that be putting their hand up for, for state of origin as an assistant coach at the Raiders this year. Um, you know, he joined Ricky Stewart's staff this year, whether... Uh, you know, that insight that he has in, into some of those players. Hudson Young, one guy that played Origin before getting dropped for the third game, uh, whether he'd be in the mix. But no, I, I think it's a, a clean slate for um, all those that were in the squad and, and all those that would, that would like to play. New South Wales takes something out of a series that Queensland has won. How beneficial is that clean slate for New South Wales now? It's needed in a way just because they just haven't had the success that, that they thought they would have. You know, it's been, you know, Brad Fittler's origin career started on, on, on fire, won his first couple of series, but New South Wales have dropped the last two series. So the players that have been there haven't done the job. So you don't really owe, owe them loyalty if they haven't been able to, to get those wins on the board. So a, a fresh start, you know, I still think the majority of the players that played in the series will, will probably feature in, in game one because uh, they are the elite players of of the NRL, but um, there will be some changes, no doubt. It's being reported that this is a one-year part-time contract, which gives Maguire one series to prove that he's the right man for the job. And off the back of consecutive series losses to Queensland, is this going to be basically a baptism of fire? Well, it's an interesting one because one year doesn't, you know, it's it's basically if you lose, you're gone, essentially. I think that's what it means. So they're, they're gone 
And, and for Michael as well, he's coaching the Kiwis. And, you know, there's a suggestion that he would like to continue coaching the Kiwis, how that works. I don't understand how you can coach uh, a New Zealand side and, and coach a New South Wales team. That doesn't work for mine. But it would be a little bit of a risk for him because he's got that Kiwis job locked in for you know, as long as he wants, essentially. I think, you know, if he wanted to coach him towards their next World Cup, he'd be fine. So to give that up for a one-year deal with, with New South Wales is interesting. And, you know, the rumours around Craig Bellamy has always been floated whether, you know, he's a guy for, for the job once he steps away from full-time NRL coaching. But, you know, I think Michael will obviously be given an opportunity to, to win the series. If you win the series, then it's it's your call if you go around again, I assume. Michael Karianis, no matter how this unfolds, it is going to be interesting. Thank you so much for unfolding who is Michael Maguire for us today. Pleasure. Thank you. Headlines. That was the biggest confirmed coaching news of the day, but the biggest unconfirmed coaching news of the day sees reports out of Japan that Eddie Jones will be leaving the Wallabies to coach the Cherry Blossoms. This comes after Jones denied ever having a meeting with Japan Rugby and also after the Wallabies' worst ever World Cup campaign. Eddie, are you still fully committed to this Australian project? Yeah, 100%. Did you do a job interview with uh, Japanese Rugby a couple of weeks before the World Cup? And if so, what was the thinking? I don't know what you're talking about, mate. He is contracted with Australia until 2027. The circus continues. Good news, though, for Matilda's fans with Sam Kerr named in the squad for the Olympic qualifiers set to take place in Perth later this month. Kerr still racing forward, edge of the box. Sam Kerr shoots right-footed. What a strike! What a goal from Sam Kerr! After missing the opening three games of the World Cup, Kerr also missed Chelsea's season opener and only played a half in their second match. The 23-player squad will see only two changes from their World Cup roster with Kaya Simon and Ivy Lewick to be replaced by Amy Sayer and Charlie Rule. Cricket and Indian captain Rohit Sharma had records tumbling as he scored 131 in 81 balls, leading India to their second win of the Cricket World Cup. Last ball the over, Asmat goes in and bowls to Kohli, who does finish it down the ground. A skimmer out towards the long-on boundary, and India have won with 15 overs to spare by eight wickets. A crushing victory, another crushing victory. They have played two and won two. Who is going to stop this Indian team? His century came in 63 balls, the fastest ever by an Indian at a World Cup. It was also his seventh World Cup ton, going clear of Sachin Tendulkar on six. More amazingly, he scored that in just 19 innings compared to Tendulkar's 44. He also joined David Warner, having taken only 19 World Cup innings to score 1,000 runs. Tonight, all eyes are on the Australia-South Africa clash in Lucknow and Australia will be looking to net their first win of the tournament. Good news for you is that you can hear that live and ad-free on the ABC Listen app. An American golfer Lexi Thompson will become just the seventh woman to compete on the men's PGA Tour when she tees off this weekend in the third round of the FedEx Cup Fall Series. She'll be looking to become the second woman in history to make the 36-hole cut in a men's tournament. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Declan Byrne. Thanks to Fox Sports for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.